As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. All right, everyone, welcome into another episode of the Sleeping with the Numbers podcast last week of the regular season. So, uh, you know, hopefully you should not be playing any more fantasy football, maybe some DFS this weekend. But uh, if you are still doing a season long fantasy football uh, championship, you're doing it wrong. Don't do that. And the reason for that is a lot of teams don't really have anything to play for. So there's going to be a lot of teams sitting their starters. Um, seeing what they have for next year, playing some backups, playing some rookies, and that is going to absolutely screw you in your fantasy championship. So for that, let's kick off question of the day. There's only a few spots remaining for playoffs. Uh, only one spot left in the NFC and two spots left in the AFC. So uh, this weekend is important for some teams, but not all. So Pat, for the question of the day, we're going to go through both of these conferences and pick which team we expect to make it in to the playoffs. So for the NFC, the two teams left that can make it in are the 49ers and the New Orleans Saints. So, you know, I'm hoping it's not the Saints because I had that bet at the beginning of the season that the Saints were not going to make it. The teams that are currently locked in Packers, Rams, Bucks, uh, Cowboys, Cardinals, and somehow the Philadelphia Eagles pull it out. Um, but for right now, 49ers and Saints, those are the teams that uh, still have a shot at clinching this final playoff spot. 39% chance at no playoffs, so a 61% chance of making playoffs for the Niners, and the inverse, a 39% chance for the Saints. Pat, if you had to take a shot on one of these guys, who um, who are you putting your money on? And just to kind of give uh, an idea of who they play here, San Francisco is going to be playing um, eh. San Francisco plays the Rams. So difficult kind of matchup there. Uh, the Rams have not clinched their division, so they are still going to be playing quite a bit. And Cup is very close to breaking two different uh, NFL record. So they're going to be playing tough. Um, if if they end up losing this game and the Cardinals win, the Cardinals could take the division from the Rams. So for 49ers, tough matchup. Saints are going to end up against the Falcons, a much easier matchup. So who are you taking, Pat? Well, originally when you were going through your spiel, I was thinking, oh, this is an easy question. It's going to be the Saints. They have the easier matchup. But you know, reading through the tea leaves, I remember way back, however many months ago, and I said that, you know, Arizona might win the NFC West. And I think that this is God telling us now's the time because I think the easy answer is the Saints are going to win. But I don't think that because I know that Arizona was meant to win the NFC West. So I will say that the San Francisco 49ers will make it, allowing for the Arizona Cardinals to win. I like that. Uh, I, I love for the Cardinals to clinch their division. Um, I'm going for the 49ers as well. I agree with you. Um, I hope that is the case. But uh, the more, I guess, the bigger reason I'm going with them is there's a lot more chances for the 49ers to make the playoffs versus the Saints. So just to let you know what that I mean by that, 
in order for the Saints to take the playoffs, Saints need to win, Niners need to lose. Very simple for them. Uh, there's only one case for them to make it in there. For the Niners, there's three cases. They can just win. If they beat the Rams, they're in. If the Eagles lose and the Saints lose, they're in. And if the Saints just lose, they're in. So that's the simplest case. So uh, they are very reliant on each other's games. Uh, so I don't necessarily think that the Niners are the better team. They seem kind of, you know, flip a coin in my mind. I also don't think it matters because whoever makes it, I don't think they're making it very far in the playoffs. Let's pop over to the AFC. Like I said, the AFC has two spots open. Uh, the teams that have clinched are the Titans, the Chiefs, the Bengals winning the AFC North, which is wild. Uh, the Bills, the Patriots. So for the two remaining spots, there are one, two, three, four, five teams still statistically able to make it into the playoffs. Those teams are the Colts, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Ravens. And let me tell you, Pat, it uh, we need a lot to happen for the Steelers to make it into the playoffs. And let me just kind of read those off here. So the only way Steelers make playoffs, Steelers win against the Ravens this week, which I honestly think we can do. Again, no Lamar Jackson. Uh, Colts need to get beat by the Jaguars. And this is a weird one. The Raiders and the Chargers can't tie. And that is likely because we tied fucking Detroit, because that's what we do. Yeah, and I was actually listening to another show, and <laughs> they were wondering if the Raiders and the Chargers would get into cahoots with one another and say, hey, let's just tie. <laughs> and just guarantee that someone of, of us is going to make the playoffs. But um, I think, I don't know, how many times have we watched the Steelers go to week, well, it was week 17, and it's like, you know, someone needs to die in a plane crash to allow for us to make the playoffs, and it never happened. We were always so excited. And usually, I think it was like always like the Texans were the team that like had to lose or something. Yeah. Right? I don't know why that, that was the case. But I feel like with the way that the last game ended for Ben, I just feel like it can't end right now. And this is sort of like my whole Arizona Cardinals prediction is that it's not logical because <laughs> in these situations, logic never works. Because if logic was real, then we wouldn't have tied the Lions. So I think that Indy will lose to the Jaguars because they're what, five out of, they're, they're, they lost five out of the past six or whatever away. And I don't think that the Raiders and the Chargers are going to tie because the other point that that show made was why would they trust one another? Yeah. So when we know the Raiders are a bunch of drunks, they're not paying attention to the score anyways. <laughs> so who's the guy who got arrested? Hobbs. Well, I don't know. No, got another guy from the Raiders got a DUI. Oh, yes. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's probably out of the league at this point. I think it's a defensive guy. Uh, yeah. Despite arrest, Nate Hobbs of the Raiders expected to play this week. <laughs> oh, good for him. He sobered <laughs> up in time. Regardless. Oh, my. Ben's going to have one last ride, and then we'll probably lose in the playoffs to, like, the Chiefs or something. Yeah. I It'll love that fun. narrative. I, I do like that narrative. I think that's an awesome one. Because I think what the, the times that they've won the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure we came in as a wild card. 
Well, we were that that first year. We were the first seven seed. Do all the road games. That's where the road white jerseys got right, super right. popular. That's right. San Antonio. Uh, all right. So Steelers. One other team, Pat. They we got two oh, spots shit, here yeah, for the one team. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If I'm going with the theme of things that I think should have happened beginning based on my original predictions, we'll take the Chargers. I liked them earlier in the year. They're kind of hit or miss. But like I said, the Raiders, they don't they don't know what's going on. <laughs> Bunch of drunks. Bunch of fucking drunks. I love the Steelers uh, to make it in there. I Man, if Trevor Lawrence comes in and balls out, that, that would be so awesome. Uh, you know, Permanis will send them a bunch of sandwiches. I think we did that for Buffalo whenever they beat New England or something that let us go to the playoffs. But I, I think I got to go with the Colts. Um, I think they'll make it in. Jonathan Taylor is just can carry that entire team on his back, and it's really fun to watch. Their defense is good. They're getting back healthy. And then I'll agree with you. I'll, I'll say the Chargers, um, even though looking at the numbers here, the Raiders somehow have a better chance at playoffs than the Chargers do. But I, I just fully disagree and will not believe that a bunch of drunks will make it into the playoffs. We need some uh, some better, more proper boys in, in, in our playoffs. So I'll, I'll go Colts and Chargers. We'll, we'll stick with the C's. Let's slap into some of these matchups here. We have two games on Saturday. Uh, no Monday night game. It's uh, Saturday and Sunday and then playoffs. So first game on Saturday is a uh, uh, divisional matchup. The Chiefs taking on the Broncos. Chiefs 11 and 5. Denver 7 and 9. The Chiefs technically still can take the bye away from the Titans. In order for that to happen, they need to beat the Broncos and they need the Texans to beat the Titans, which, as we know, is completely possible. Uh, <laughs> the friggin' Texans just kind of pull games out of their ass. But uh, that so they're still playing. They're going to be playing their guys. They need a win here in order to uh, fight for that bye week. So given that, looking at the numbers here, Kansas City is eight and eight against the spread this season. The Broncos are seven and nine. The line coming into this game is currently Kansas City minus ten and a half. So quite a quite a big uh, amount of points there, but a lower scoring expected game with an over under of forty five points, likely because uh, the the Broncos defense is really what has been keeping them in these matchups, but. Kansas City's going to go out there and do what they've done for the past, what, four years, something like three, four years. I, I expect them to win this game pretty easily. Denver really doesn't have an offense at the moment. So, Pat, I'll, I'll take Denver to, to lose and not cover. I don't know why I decided to say that backwards. Okay, well, that's good, because I'm going to take the the Chiefs to win and the Chiefs to not cover. Okay. Because my logic is, you know, whenever we see these high spreads, we usually yeah. think, okay, so it's they know something we don't know. Outside of this game with the Chargers, I mean, the Broncos have been pretty played. I mean, they, held, they, were, they only lost by five to Cincinnati and by four to Vegas. 
And when they played the Chiefs last time, they lost by 13. So I think 10 and a half is just a little too much. I don't think that the Broncos are that bad. They're going to let it get out of control. Yeah, and if if that's going to happen, it, I really believe it'll be on the back of their defense. Their defense is, is really quite talented. Uh, speaking of Denver here, Pat, I was kind of screwing around with uh, some random futures on Bovada. Currently, the best odds for where Aaron Rodgers goes next season is Denver. Uh, yeah. Do you think he can really turn that franchise around? I mean, I guess Peyton Manning did it. Yeah. Even though that's not relevant because of how many years ago was that? But I think anything's possible, especially with him. People don't like him, but I, I think he, I, I don't know. People give him more crap than Antonio Brown. And I don't think that's very fair. Yeah. That, that is actually a very good point. Okay. So let's, in comparison, you have a guy who didn't necessarily lie about his COVID status, like his vaccination status, but yet he's ridiculed. And that you have a guy who gave a fake COVID card mm-hmm. and everyone's like, well, you know, at least he didn't like punch Bruce Arians in the face. Like it's just a completely yeah. different center. People don't like Aaron Rodgers because I think people wish they were Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's the same I, people don't like Tom Brady. People, people really get on him for disassociating himself with his family. Like they are really upset about that. But when you look at like Jackson Mahomes and how big of a fuck up he is, if Rogers, family is anything close to that, I don't blame him at all. And honestly, Patrick should do the same thing to his brother. Oh, I would too, but Aaron Rogers, sister-in-law is pretty hot. So I don't know. <laughs> all, right, I gotta, all right, let's see here. Aaron, yeah, let's look at PM. Your sister. How do I spell Jojo? <laughs> Oh, is that actually who it is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, JoJo from The Bachelor. Her boob fell out on uh, Facebook Live or something like that, like last oh. year. So just a fun fact for everyone. Um, some yeah, fantastic trends that Covers.com puts out here, Pat. Pat, Chiefs are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games on grass. I mean, <laughs> oh, on grass. I was... That's stupid. <laughs> I hate these trends. Uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at covers.com before, but they have some decent betting insight and stuff, but then they'll go to like in-depth trends. And it's like over is 4-0 in the Chiefs last four games. Over is 4-0 in the Chiefs last four games as a favorite. Over is 4-0 for the Chiefs when they play the AFC. Chiefs are 5-0 against the spread in their last five games on grass. What? Who fucking cares? I don't know. I'm reading this article. Washington football team, new name odds. So the commanders are favored over the Red Wolves. And it looks like the Dark Horse are the Red Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get the vote? It should be it should be open for a boat. Like, uh, I forget that place. They said, name our new ship. And they called it uh, Boaty McBoatface. Boat <laughs> yeah. yeah, let the fans name Washington's team. I it guess Red be, Hogs is pretty close to Red Rockets. That's true. It sounds dirtier, though, honestly. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. What's the next game? What the hell are we doing? I don't know. Uh, what's the model yeah. say? It, uh, I didn't run it, so <laughs> that's what it says. I'll, I'll be sure to put it up on, on the Action Network. Um, 
and then it'll be real fun. I, I think we can do like a, a complete recap on how we did betting this season ourselves and the model. I think that'll be insightful, especially for the future. Um, when we kick off the next season. We got another divisional matchup here. NFC this time. Cowboys taking on the Eagles. The Eagles. Let's see here. The Eagles have already clinched. The Cowboys have already clinched. Can they improve their position at all? Not really. Not really. Uh, Eagles are playing for the sixth or the seventh seed. Uh, Cowboys are basically locked into the four seed. Uh, they have a chance at the two and three, but honestly, there isn't a ton for the Cowboys to play for here. And personally, I would rather see Dak and company kind of get a rest here because it's Dak Prescott. He's known to get banged up uh, quite easily. So <laughs> let him recover. Um, also, Micah Parsons currently on the reserve covid list and uh that that ain't good he's currently the first overall ranked uh linebacker according to pff's war rank which is a just a really cool name for a metric um hertz has looked good you know the, the really the only thing they're playing for here pat is just to despite each other because they're divisional rivals and you know maybe they just play the game where they just want to laugh at you know Washington and and the Giants for not even making the playoffs. But current odds, Philadelphia plus four, and that that's honestly a lot closer than what I thought it would be. Um, wow, I <laughs> am I really gonna do? I yeah, I'm, I'll take Philadelphia to win and cover. I just think they have uh, more to prove than. Um, Dallas here, and I think Dallas just kind of ends up sitting there, guys. Yeah, I was going to start looking at the scores of the recent games, and it looks like they are basically the same team because the Eagles lost to the Giants 13-7. Cowboys lost to Arizona 25-22, so both close games. They also won their four other games. Two games for both teams were against the Washington team. (laughs) And then... They both played the Giants, and then they played the Saints and the Jets. So to me, I, I guess I'm trying to like figure something out with the numbers. I guess what I'm looking at is outside of Dallas beating the crap out of Washington, they both had fairly similar results against the same exact teams. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I agree with you. I think that if anything, Philly's trying to do their best to hurt Dallas's feelings because that's just the type of people that they are. So I think I'm going to agree with you and take Philly to weigh yeah. in to cover. And Philadelphia. Do you see Jalen Hurts almost get crushed by that gate when he was walking out of Washington Stadium? I did. And um, I was really excited, you know, that <laughs> everybody was okay in that they at least got to have pictures with their quarterback because he's not going to be there next year. That's That's sad to say. But yeah, a lot of the mock drafts I've been seeing has Philadelphia taking quarterback. Poor guy. Come to Pittsburgh. Maybe they tried to kill him just to give them an excuse to draft a quarterback. It was, a- was the plan. <laughs> All right, next matchup here. Uh, we got the... Uh, we got a... Basically, I think 
that's how they designed it. I think every game's a divisional matchup. So I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna keep saying it. I think uh, Raj so, did say that on the Manning cast. I think you're right. And cool. I it makes the games more important, more exciting. And if you're gonna add an extra week to the regular season, make it mean something. So I I don't mind it. Uh, Bengals taking on the Browns. Browns looked like an absolute joke. They looked so bad that they made the Steelers look good. Uh, Baker Mayfield is not good at football. Uh, never has been. And uh, I I remember, I don't remember who tweeted it, but they it was like, Baker is a top blank quarterback in the NFL. And I'm, I put 34 because I think there are two backup quarterbacks that are better than Baker at this point. You can blame it all you want on on the injury. He says he's having surgery. It doesn't look like he's going to start uh, this game. But <laughs> you know, what's funny is when they announced he wasn't going to start, the Browns uh, spread got wider. So they had more of a, uh, a chance because this opened here. And uh, Cleveland was actually an underdog for a little bit. They were at plus two, and it looks like it got up to plus three. And then whenever they announced Baker wasn't playing, Cleveland is now favored by six. So I'm sure that's not all it is. They're also saying that Cincinnati isn't really going to play anyone. Uh, Burrow's probably sitting. Mixon's probably sitting. Chase is probably sitting. So that, that of course, makes sense, too. But I'm, I'm saying it's because Baker's not playing. Um, given that, I don't care. I Browns have nothing to play for here. If... Chubb is actually injured, and that was the reason they decided to not play him for whatever reason. Why not use your best player? Uh, he should stay sitting. And again, even then, I think the Bengals backups are better than the Browns starters. So Cincinnati plus six feels like a gift, and I'm I'm easily going to take that. I'll take them to win and cover here. The I. I don't know. I, I just feel like, for me, Cleveland needs this. I, I just can't imagine, you know, the, the Browns would want to end this season the way that it's gone. And I do feel bad for Baker. Like, to me, right, he's not the best quarterback. But I also do feel like he is trying to be the guy in Cleveland. He's never been able to pull that off. And he pushed himself through an injury he shouldn't have played through. I, I think he should have just been shut down. And uh, unfortunately for him, it's going to lose him his job. And I, I, I don't think he's horrible. I wouldn't put him top 34, but... Top 35? No, what I'm saying is I'd put, <laughs> him, a, I'd put him a little bit higher. But my whole entire point is that any team with Kareem Hunter and Nick Chubb is still relevant in on offense. Yeah. So I think I'm going to roll with that. So I think I'm going to take Cleveland to win. Screw it. Based simply on the fact that they, they're actually going to put their offense out there, and Cincinnati will not. That's fair. Uh, Cream Hunt currently questionable to play with that leg injury still. Chubb not on the injury list. So, yeah. You know, there's probably some incentives you can play for. Actually, I saw a good thread on, on Reddit. A uh, guy was posting incentives that uh, some players are close to that they'll probably try to get out there for to get them. I think Gronk has to get, like, 45 yards or something like that, and he gets a half a million dollars, and you know Brady's going to make that happen. Well, actually, I was told by an insider source that Tampa 
does not want players to get their incentives, and that's why Antonio <laughs> Brown quit. That makes sense. So maybe yeah. Robert quit. <laughs> Could you imagine just the whole team quits? That would be great. <laughs> well, the the first thing Rob needs to do is invite over um, an Oldenly fan star uh, to his hotel room. Have I'm missing it? this. You missed no. that storyline. So uh, the newest thing with AB is he broke COVID protocols and hired a girl from OnlyFans who's very popular. And she's popular because she licks toilet seats, which, you know, makes sense for AB. Uh, but he snuck her into his hotel room and he told her, watch what I do tomorrow. So was this whole thing planned? I don't know. It's just a it's a clown show. It always is with AB. I feel like that's too cartoonish to be real. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you have a girl that licks toilet seats. I don't I, don't, I haven't seen many cartoons that even do that. No, I guess what I meant, like, it's not real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one here. We got Packers. They're already locked into the bye. They should not play anyone, it, even though uh, coach says we're going to play our guys. It's like any other game. That's fucking stupid. Don't do that. You do that. And like Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and you fucking just lose your first game of the playoffs because they're out. You're you should be fired immediately. So I don't expect Green Bay to play any of their starters. Um, but AJ Dillon, if he's starting, I, I, he's very, very, very talented, uh, very strong, massive man. Uh, currently, Green Bay's favored by three and a half points. Uh, Lions have something to prove here. I, you know, I think I think they want to see what they got. I think they can build around Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, honestly, they have pieces, and they just need to figure out how to bring it all together. So given that, I think Green Bay still gets the win here, and Blinds are 10-6 and six against the spread this season. That's great. Packers are 12-4, though. Shit. Uh, let's give the Lions one last ride. I'll, I'll take Detroit. Uh, Green Bay to win, Detroit to cover is my pick. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play the whole entire game because I think that oh. he's mad at the world, especially that uh, MVP reporter who's talking smack on him, which I know that I'm not relevant in the sports world at all. And I realize that I don't have a say, but I'm also smart enough to know that I would never talk smack on a guy like Aaron Rodgers just to get attention, which is what that guy from Chicago did. So Aaron Rodgers is going to go out with a vengeance. I'm going to take Green Bay to blow out the Detroit Lions, and they will die off for the rest of the year. You said that guy's from Chicago? Yep. That might have something to do with it. <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah. he's also from, like, some crappy radio station. Like, he's not even, like, I don't know. I think, if like, no offense to, like, local radio, but, like, if you're talking like that, you're trying to get on national news for a reason. Yeah. You're not Mark Madden. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you don't know who Mark Madden is, look him up and be scared. Uh, the other thing here, Pat, I, I think what the Packers should do is play Jordan Love. You know, if if the theory is that Aaron is going to be out of there next year, 
they need to know if they need to actually grab another quarterback or if Love is going to be the guy. Because they drafted him to be the guy. And from what we've seen so far, he ain't. So um, I, I think they need to figure that out. Otherwise, they might just be, you know, they might just come crawling back to Aaron and begging him to stay. Sticking with the same division, Bears taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Andy Dalton is going to be starting this game. Fields ends up on the COVID reserve list. He is already uh, declared out. Uh, Khalil Mack also still on the IR. That ain't good. Vikings, Thielen's on the IR. Doesn't matter. They have Justin Jefferson. Uh, these teams, I don't think either one of them have anything to play for. Uh, yep. Both teams are completely out. This is just very similar to uh, Dallas, Philadelphia, except Dallas, Philadelphia are both in the playoffs. But there's it, it's just a divisional rivalry. They want to give their fans a good show. Uh, maybe Nagy can pull something out of his ass before he gets fired. I don't think so. Vikings are currently uh, five and a half point home favorites. I'll take them to win and cover. Yeah, I agree with you. I would like to say that I think the Bears can get themselves together before the end of the season, but I know that I should not go down that rabbit hole because that's a waste of my time. I, I, I've seen enough from Justin Fields this season to know that he's just not ready. Mm-hmm. And personally, I don't think he ever will be. <laughs> I, I've Ooh. I've said my disdain for Ohio State quarter, quarterbacks, and I'm going to stick with it. I think I even made... Dwayne Haskins. No, when like when you get Smith. when you are a healthy scratch for Mason Rudolph, it, it, there, there's I'm sorry, but there's not a future there. But what about Terrell Pryor? No, <laughs> no. Street. Who else? I'm done. If you can name them. I'll, I'll keep saying no. <laughs> mm, I don't remember anymore. To be honest with you, I remember looking them up. I think oh, it was JT like, Barrett. what about him? No. <laughs> um, Is he in the league? No. I mean, technically, probably, but no. I, I think he's like, he might still be on the, uh, the players list, but I don't think he's getting touched. Washington football team taking on Giants. Uh, neither team has anything to play for. The Giants are plus seven here. I believe. Yeah, so Kadarius Tony rolled out already. Daniel Jones still on the IR. Uh, John Ross declared out. Uh, Washington football team, Curtis Samuel is out. I, this is going to be a mess of a game. I have no idea what to expect at all from this. Uh, Heineke is going to be getting the start here. Uh, Jacob Fromm, that, actually, that that's pretty interesting to see Fromm get some work. Uh, I don't... <laughs> no, if he'll end up getting that starting job over Daniel Jones, I feel like the Giants fans just want any sort of change up here. I don't think it matters at all. Um, <laughs> Washington football team currently uh, minus seven point away favorite. Uh I don't know. I'll I'll 
you know what? Giants beat them last time by a point. They'll do it again by two points this time. I'll say Giants win in cover. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the opposite. I'm going to say that in honor of their rebranding, I think that the Washington Red Rockets will come a little early, and they're going to blow up all over the Giants. Right. So I'm going to take them to win and easily cover. Luckily, they're not playing at their stadium because it would just collapse. Colts taking on Jacksonville. We need Jacksonville to win here, Pat. They're currently 15-point home underdogs against the Colts. Ah, uh, that ain't, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> what else we got here that can maybe help us feel a little bit better? Urban's uh, gone. Urban is gone. I'll take him to cover. I'll take, I'll take Indy to win Jacksonville to cover just because of that. Oh, oh, geez. I haven't looked at their past few. I completely forgot that New England beat them by 40. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is the day that James Robinson comes back and he says, you know what, Jonathan Taylor, I know you've been getting a lot of the hype, but I'm the man in town. I don't think that's really going to happen. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> I hope Trevor Lawrence doesn't make it to the stadium. I hope that he gets stuck in traffic. I think his subway commercial is really stupid. I, I never thought it was a shampoo commercial to start with. So for me, I'm going to take Jacksonville just to hope that things happen the way we need them to happen. But yeah. I think secretly deep down, I know it's not going to happen. Colts playing the clinch, that spot. Got a lot more to play for here. Other than Trevor to just show that he's not a bum. There's always next year, Trevor. You got four years to figure it out. Maybe five. Pittsburgh taking on Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's still out. I'm still mad at him. He'll never be on any of my fantasy teams ever again. Baltimore, three and a half point home favorite at the moment. And I just, I don't agree with that at all. There was a little scare here with the line. And maybe you got some value here and, and got the Steelers at plus six when it was maxed out there. Uh, Deontay Johnson was on the COVID list for like half a day. I don't know how that works, but it seemed like he was activated and deactivated. Uh, I said that the wrong way. Either way, he, he was on the list and then off the list very quickly. And Pat, if, if we're playing that narrative game and if there's anything that Ben does or the Steelers do, it is uh, win games they're not supposed to. And that feels like the case here. But also for Ben, even if we don't make playoffs, for Ben's last two games to be beating our division rivals, uh, you know, Super Bowl is definitely a sweet uh, way out. But honestly, this isn't too bad as a as a consolation prize. So I'm going to take the boys here in what is likely Ben's final game. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the Steelers are. You know, they're meant to win this game, although, you know, I do have my doubts. Um, these games are usually closer than what they should be, so I think it's probably going to be like a one-point game. That's usually how these go, like usually down yeah. the field goal. So I think that's why they did three and a half. So for me, I'll agree with you. I'll take the Steelers to win and to cover, obviously. But if they lose, I, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. I think Ben still had a great career. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was emotional, that game. Uh, I wish he wasn't completely surrounded by cameras and everything when he was trying to slap hands with the fans and all that. Did you get to watch that game on the cruise or were you? Off? I did. I watched. Well, 
No, I was I was home by that time. And okay. um, honestly, I, I think that I agree with you. I think that the cameras following him around made it awkward. And I think that's why he cut his uh, little parade short. Yeah, I'm like, he's going to do a whole lap. And I'm like, that that's so fucking cool. And then, like, he just realized, okay, I'm just going to be walking into these cameras this entire time. Well, he also did that to me. When I was, like, 12 years old, I went to number one Cochran to get his autograph, and he left early. So I'm not surprised he did that to the fans. So you know what, Ben? I take <laughs> back everything I've said. You're an asshole. Yeah. I remember when you came to our high school and you played in the in the basketball, the basketball game. game. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you signed the fewest autographs as well, and then you went and rode your mo- motorcycle, and that's when you crashed it. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, this got dark. <laughs> That's what happened. This is how we're going to get, you know, our big surge in viewership is we're going to be assholes and everyone's going to be like, you hear these fucking idiots? <laughs> Tarowski loosened his lug nuts on the wheels. <laughs> Titans taking on the Texans here. Texans 10-6 somehow against the spread on the season. I honestly didn't realize that. Um, didn't they lose to Houston the last time they played? Yeah, they lost 22-13, to so... Looking for some revenge here. They're they're trying to clinch up that bye week. Uh, what do they need to do to get that done? So in order for the Titans to clinch the bye, they need, oh boy, okay. There's three cases. One, easiest one, they win. They beat the Texans, they clinch the bye. Two, Chiefs lose, Bengals lose, Patriots lose. That's a little tougher. Case three, Chiefs lose, Bengals lose, Jets lose. That's That's a little easier, but... Their most straightforward route beat the Texans, and I think they do just that. Uh, ten and a half points is massive, though, honestly, and that's man. I I'm curious on how they've been when the the spread has been that large. So let me take a look at that real quick. When the Texans have been underdogs from. Seven points to thirteen and a half points. They are four and four, so that helps me none. And when Tennessee is favored from negative seven to negative thirteen and a half, they're one and one. So that that helps me not at all. So, but I I think Titans want to get it done. They want to prove that uh, Mike Vrabel's uh, uh, underrated coach. He's getting things done even with a banged up team. Derrick Henry's coming back to practice. They're all hyped up. They're excited. They'll get the win. They'll cover the ten and a half. See, I think that the Titans have been doing pretty well so far. But for some reason, this, this is another game where I'm just looking. I'm like, you know, the spread's just a little too much. And I'm not sure why. And I just think it's because it's Houston for whatever reason. Their past few games they haven't done horrible. I mean, they've lost by 16 to 49ers, which I would expect. They had a good game with the Chargers. They beat the Jaguars. They kind of look bad in Seattle and Indy, but outside of Tennessee being the crap out of Miami, they haven't been that solid either. So I, I do think Tennessee should win this game. I don't think they're going to lose, but I, I would like to see Houston cover, and I think it's just because Houston low-key is doing sort of the same deal that the Lions are doing. Yeah, You know, for some reason, they're still being fairly competitive in games. And I know it's professional football, but... I, I think of all the teams, the Jaguars are definitely the worst. 
but I, I've been kind of surprised with how well, you know, Davis Mills has played and Rex Burkhead has shown that he wasn't just sort of a one hit wonder in New England. He's still pretty solid football player and Brandon Cooks is low key having a really solid year. Yeah, Brent Cooks is so good. Bills honestly has not looked bad either. And I, if we go and we look at um, how Pro Football Focus has these guys rated, well, okay. Mills is 38 out of the 39 uh, quarterbacks they have rated here. I'm assuming Baker's there at 39. I'm honestly not even joking. I feel like that has to be what it is. Uh, but I want to confirm that player grades. Uh, quarterback, 39. Nope, Mike Lennon. Oh, my fucking ass. Ben is ranked lower than Baker? All right. This is rigged. I'm canceling my subscription. Whatever. Yeah, Mills hasn't looked bad. I, I think they should kind of stick with him, build around him, get him an offensive line, get him a running back, please. Uh, David Johnson is not it, and I'm sorry, Rex Burkhead, you're also not it. So let's move on to the next matchup. New Orleans taking on Atlanta. New Orleans still fighting for that playoff spot here. I don't think they get it done. I'm gonna. I think the Falcons can can win here at home. They, you know, they're coming off a pretty good win against a tough Carolina defense. Kyle Pitts only needs 59 more receiving yards to break the rookie tight end. Uh, receiving record. Uh, sorry, Mike Ditka. Uh, Pitts currently questionable to play, but he has to. He's going to get in there. He'll be in there in a wheelchair, but he's going for those yards. And that, I'm assuming, is really all that matters to that team at the moment. But I, I think on the back of Pitts, even though he's kind of dragged his way through this season, it felt like he never did anything that amazing. I think they can get it done here as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm going to take Atlanta to win it cover. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that the Saints have not really been super consistent. I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. Alvin Kamara is the offense, right? Yeah. And for me, I just don't know how I feel about them. I, I think that, you know, playing a low-scoring game against Tampa's whatever, being Carolina's whatever, Losing to Miami is really bad. Being the Jets is bad. And then you lost to, to Dallas. So to me, it's not a super impressive slate to make it feel like they're at that much better than the Falcons. And I really like Cordero Patterson. I think everybody knows that by now. But for me, I just don't trust the Saints at all. And I think that Atlanta, unfortunately, you know, have we ever talked about Matt Ryan probably being at the end of his career at this point? Like, how much longer is he... I feel like that's another team who's going to really look in the draft. Yeah. It feels like no one cares that he's retiring. Or Which is weird likely because, like, will. five years ago, he was, like, in that elite-tier conversation. Yeah. Um, so, for me, I based off of the, that, I mean, the Saints defense is really good. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't, I don't trust them right now, and that's the only reason I'm going to take Atlanta. Yeah, that that's completely fair. Matt Ryan has a potential out with the Falcons next year. Uh, I would imagine they take this. It they get hurt pretty bad, a forty point five two five million dead cap. But I don't know. It, it they're it's time for them to part ways. It felt like that as soon as Holia left. 
Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think the Bills are the other team that can fight for the AFC. Uh, no, nope. The Bills are eliminated from getting the bye week. They are still fighting to win their division against the Patriots. Let's see how they can get that done. So they can do that. Simple enough. They win. They beat the Jets. Or Patriots lose to the Dolphins. Uh, I would say them beating the Jets is kind of the uh, the easiest way out of this. And that's exactly what I think they're going to do. Um, as long as there's not a stupid amount of snow and uh, wetness, because apparently Josh Allen cannot handle that, cannot throw the ball in any sort of precipitation, which is a tough thing for a guy playing in the... I'm pretty sure it is the number one city for precipitation in the continental United States, uh, Erie being like number two. So that's not a good thing for him. Light snow, it's looking like 36 degrees. Oh, boy. I Bills are going to win, but 16 and a half points is, you know, you said it multiple times already this show. You know, that just feels like a massive line. And based on how Buffalo looked last week, I, I'm I'm not about it. Um, so I'll, I'll take Buffalo to win, but Jets will cover in in my mind. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I mean, they've done pretty well at being competitive outside of the game they played in New Orleans. They were within four to Tampa, and I know people are upset that Tampa didn't really have anybody, and they were down wide receiver towards the end of the game. But to me, that doesn't mean anything because Buffalo's also kept their games pretty close as well. So I think I agree with you. The Bills are not going to lose this game. I can't see that happening. But 16 and a half is ridiculous. Yeah, it's huge. And the other game that matters in this division, Patriots taking on the Dolphins. Again, Patriots uh, fighting for that division as well. They probably need the exact opposite to happen in order to make um, clinch their division, which, of course, <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Patriots are six and a half point away favorites against the Dolphins. The Dolphins just kind of forgot how to play football last week against the Titans, losing 34 to three Two it just fell apart. I honestly do not know what happened to this team. If we're looking at the injuries, it's really not a lot to blame it on, you know? Everyone seems to be healthy coming to this game other than uh, Damian Harris for the Patriots, but I don't, I don't care. I, I think uh, Belichick gets it done. Honestly, I, I, an edge bet that you might be able to get some, uh, uh, some good value out of is for the Patriots to win the division here. Um, it's, it's definitely possible. So given that, Patriots are 10-6 against spread this season. Dolphins 8-8. Eight eight. I'll take Pats to win and cover. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't... I like Jalen Waddle. I like what he's done. I'm yeah. not really sure the, the Dolphins are ready to take the next step. And especially in this division, I don't know if they'll ever get out of the bottom. But I think that the Patriots have been too good. And to be honest, I, I think that they're going to be really competitive in playoffs. I think people kind of put them off to the side like, oh, this is cute. They're doing well. But let's remember that Buffalo is a Super Bowl favorite. And New England's given them a pretty good run for their money in this division. Yeah. So 
I think New England has a really good chance to mess with the AFC playoffs this year. And speaking of Waddle, Waddle only needs three more receptions to get the rookie reception record. So I think that's likely to happen as well. So if you want to do a prop bet, uh, over two and a half. I'm pro- it, there's no way the line's that low to begin with. I think he's been getting like six a game or something like that. But still, um, he is the only weapon they really have at this moment. Panthers taking on the Buccaneers. Buccaneers at home. No more AB. They have officially cut him a couple days ago. Uh, They are minus eight and a half point home favorites, which seems low. And I'm curious if they're expecting people to sit. Uh, Let's take a look here at if they can improve. They cannot get the bye week, so maybe that could be a reason that it's looking this way. Bucks. They're basically locked in into the third seed, it is looking like. So not a ton to play for here. They can get the second seed. Does it really make a difference? Maybe. Who knows? I'm probably in terms of money. It matters because you get to sell some home game tickets and all that. But overall, uh, Tampa will win this game. Panthers are very, very bad. Darnold. What looked like a fantastic bet at a Dark Horse Comeback Player of the Year has quickly fallen off, and it, he's he's still not back at it. Gronk, uh, what's Gronk need? Gronk needs seven catches to earn another half a million, 85 receiving yards to get another half a million. So he, Gronk can make an extra million bucks this game, and I'm pretty sure his buddy Brady is going to get him the ball. So... It, it might just be a classic Brady-Gronk game. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll take Bucks to win and cover. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Tampa should win and cover this game for sure. I, I don't see Carolina being super competitive at all. I mean, they've lost their last five. And last time they played Tampa, they got blown out. So yeah. to me, I don't think it's worth betting on. I wouldn't touch it. And I think what's really concerning for me is the point score per game. Carolina's 29th and. We've seen that with Tampa, you know, their defense isn't that great. So maintain a competitive game, you have to score. And that's kind of what the Jets did. They were fairly decent at scoring. So um, I put Carolina down the bottom feeders with the Jets. And if they can't score an offense, they don't stand a chance. 49ers taking on the Rams. We talked about them uh, for the question of the day. 49ers fighting for one of those final um, playoff spots here. And... 49ers are currently four and a half point away. Underdogs, Rams are also fighting for the division here. Uh, Stafford really has not looked very good. He's been throwing quite a few interceptions. Uh, but, you know, I'm assuming he's going to force his guy, cup the ball here, who only needs 12 more receptions and 136 receiving yards to break two NFL records. So something to look for. I saw the prop line for Cup was at like 126 yards or something like that. So they are, I mean, how can you not expect a big game from Cup at this point? He's done it all year. Uh, It's really, I think Cup has been so consistent at this moment. I think uh, offensive player of the year should be his, but I don't know why, but the running backs just seem to get weighted so much more. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan Taylor Deals it from him, but Cup deserves it so much more. Um, given that, 
Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback here. He's the quarterback of the future for San Francisco. He doesn't look like he's quite there for fantasy. Sure, he can probably get it done because he has the rushing ability. But as a NFL quarterback at the moment, he uh, he has to shake the rust off. He has to get his sea legs under him. He doesn't look like he's ready to kind of take on uh, real NFL teams at the moment, which the Rams are. So I'll take the Rams to win. Uh, man. I'll take them to cover as well. See, I think that's where I'm going to disagree. I think that the Rams should win, but I think I'm going to take the Niners to cover. And my main logic behind that is I think the Niners defense has been pretty solid the past few weeks. Um, looking at them statistically, points against are similar with the Rams, but total yards against, passing yards against, rushing yards against, they're all very, very good. They're all in the top 10. And for me, I think I'm worried about Matt Stafford throwing pick sixes. I don't know what has been the problem lately, but he's been doing crap like that. And the Rams run game has gone away since the first half of the season. So to me, I think the game's going to be closer than what we think. I don't think Trey's going to win it for him, but I think he's going to at least be athletic enough to make it close. So like I said, Rams to win, but I'll I'll take the four and a half points. Uh, Something I forgot to mention here that probably seems quite relevant. Uh, the Niners starting tackle is questionable with an arm injury, and he is the number one ranked tackle in the league by pro football focus. So, you know, if if Trey can't get that, um, that those blocks from his guys, he's going to be under pressure and it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Seattle, Arizona, Cardinals fighting for the division, just like the Rams are. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Seahawks, whoopee, you beat the hell out of the, the Lions. If that's your highlight of the season, Russell's going to leave you next year. You know, it, <laughs> it, things look grim for Seattle, and I don't really expect it to change in this game. Uh, Cardinals, six-point home favorites. I'm absolutely fine with that. I'll take them to win and cover. I agree. I don't trust seattle one bit so i think for me my biggest concern is you know everyone's rumoring russell wilson where's he gonna go next year i guess with him this is another one like matt ryan like people just really aren't talking about it i mean everyone's like oh yeah the, i guess the relationship's over Bye-bye. like i go, oh yeah fuck you too i guess but <laughs> for me I, I i don't know like rashad penny's been doing pretty well but we've yeah. also learned that chris carson did pretty well and then he kind of died one day and never came back Almost um, literally. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I, I don't trust Seattle. I think that they're in the same boat as the Steelers. They're heading downhill very quickly. Yeah. Final matchup of the week. Chargers taking on the Raiders. Both these guys fighting for one of those final spots in the AFC playoffs. Uh, Raiders a little banged up here. Josh Jacobs with a torso injury. Waller still dealing with that leg injury. There's a chance for him to finally come back this week. I, I honestly don't know how much it matters at this point. Um, could be quite a bit rusty, but uh, Chargers, they were able to beat the Broncos pretty badly, 34 to 13. Maybe that's more on the Broncos offense being non-existent, but the Broncos defense is always existent. They're very, very good, but Herbert and the crew were able to take it to them. So, 
I, I feel good about the Chargers here, but the Raiders are on a win streak. They're on a three-game win streak. They also beat the Broncos in that time uh, in that time frame. Uh, they beat the Colts by a field goal. They they get it done somehow. Um, I I don't know how, especially when they're all on the bottle. I don't understand how the Raiders are winning games, and it upsets me. Maybe they got that win last week, you know, pouring one out for their boy, John Madden. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they get it done here. I think the Chargers are simply a better team overall, especially offensively. Raiders might have a better defense that's kind of up in the air, flip a coin. Um, but personally, I want the Chargers to win. Uh, I want them in the playoffs. I think that they are the future of the AFC. Um, and we're we're seeing that shift. You know, times are really changing here. There's a lot of teams falling out of top tier, a lot of new teams coming in. And I think the Chargers are, are one of them. So I'll take them to win and cover the three-point spread. This is where I think I'm going to go away from you. I've been agreeing with you a lot today, and I think it's going to change. I, I think for me... The Chargers are the team that I really, really wanted to do well this year, and they're doing good. You know, they're on the cusp of the playoffs, but for some reason, it's just it's not clicking the entire way. Um, they lost to Houston. They had some really bad games early on. You know, granted, they're three and two in their past five, so they're not horrible. But I think for me, I feel like this is a trap game. I'm not sure why. I feel like Derek Carr always comes back to life whenever people give up on him. He's going to throw for 500 yards and have a great game, and then everyone's <laughs> going to remember. He's Baker Mayfield, but the version that Baker could have been. So to me, I think that the Raiders will win, and it's based solely off of gut and nothing more than that. But to back up my gut, um, I think the Raiders' defense statistically has actually been a lot better than the Chargers. Um, I'll give you some examples. So rushing yards against the Chargers are in 30th, which is highly surprising based off of what we thought their defense could have been with Bosa, right? The Raiders are 21st. The Raiders are 10th in passing yards against the Chargers 13th. Total yards against the Raiders are 13th. Chargers 23rd. So slightly better defense for the Raiders. And offensively is where the difference is. But the Raiders are 16th in time of possession. So we, I, I know I always like to use this as one of my examples. But time of possession means everything if it's a good matchup, right? So I'm going to take the team time of possession, better defense. And it's trap game for sure. Yeah, completely fair. Uh, Raiders making the playoffs would also be interesting. I, I just like to shake things up. You know, I'm glad there's different teams making the playoffs. Uh, it's a completely new era. Somehow the damn Patriots are still making it every year. Uh, but, you know, that that's the world we live in at the moment. I blame COVID. <laughs> but that'll do it for the show. Thanks for listening in. Uh, enjoy this last week of the regular season, the extra week. You know, this is supposed to be the biggest year in the NFL. Hopefully it stays that way. And we'll see you next time and be talking some playoff matchups. And if you want to get in on the last regular season, want to do some quick prop bets, Monkey Knife Fight is the easiest way to do it. Check out our link in the description. Click it. Sign up. Your initial deposit is matched up to $100 instantly. And something that doesn't rely on football season is BarkBox. Uh, theme subscription dog toy and dog treat service. You can get a box every month. And you can customize it however you want. You get 
different themes, different variations of the box. So it best fits your dog. So I highly recommend you check out the link. If you click it, you'll get a free month and it'll be the best decision 